You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Merry Merry After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Merry Merry After Show. Yes. Right? Okay, I guess we better get started before we get into <laughs> yes. this song. And, you know, we'll be four minutes in without doing anything. Bing is for doing, and we are doing it yet again here at the AfterBuzz TV Merry Merry After Show. I'm telling you, you can't even... I'm still I, going. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm Tara Johnson, and I'm trying to get this show started. <laughs> but Merry Mary's God in me just takes you someplace else, right? I feel like I'm at church on Sunday. I, and, and a whole, it, you know, yeah, other places Thursday too. Night. It is Thursday night. Yeah. Well, we are dealing with season two, episode thirteen, Crossroads, and this is unfortunately the season finale. Yeah. This happened pretty quickly. It did, especially it, for me, right? <laughs> because I joined so late. It. I mean, I think I had what four episodes with Maybe, you guys before, but, but they were good. It was good television. And it we're, was great. I'm Tiana Hobson. I was going to say, and you yes. tell everyone who you are. We're yes. very, and we're very happy that you are with us. I'm excited to be here. Well, let me ask you right off the bat before we get into it. What did you think of this episode? This episode, all I can say is wow. Right. That's the only with, word that just comes to my mouth is wow. And your mouth just kind of lingers open. Lingers open. I kind of felt like Mitch at one point when he was sitting there after they were arguing was just like, I wish I had something good to tell you right now. <laughs> I'm just speechless. <laughs> I'm speechless. I was like, Mitch, I understand. It was crazy. I felt speechless it, at the end of this episode. It was an amazing it episode. Was, it that's, was. That's the way to hang, have him hanging for the season finale. Mm-hmm. So. I guess we should jump right into it. Let's do it. Well, this episode picked up where the other one left off. The ladies are in Jacksonville, Florida, getting ready for their Go Get It tour. But before we even get into that, let's talk about the other issue that came up in this season finale. Gugu and Justin, when the episode comes on, Gugu is at her apartment here in L.A., packing her things and having some second thoughts about making this trip to Atlanta. And the husband <laughs> says, like, that is Atlanta. Atlanta. I'm Southern, so it's like Atlanta for me. <laughs> But I love how Gugu's like Atlanta. Yes, she gets that enunciation she down. She absolutely she, does. She gets it to perfection. I love it. But she's doubting the big move. She calls Justin and he says, well, maybe this change is what you need in order to evolve and grow. Did you, did that comfort you, his, his explanation? No. Or his, you know, his pep talk? No. <laughs> Not at all. My question to Justin is, why does she have to be the one who needs to grow and blossom and evolve, as he put it? Why is it her who has, like, don't use that as your excuse to get me there, because 
if I'm happy in my life and happy in my job and security and I'm saying convince me to come there, I'm not saying tell me that I need to evolve like a butterfly. <laughs> I'm not a butterfly. He didn't use a butterfly as a direct term, but that's kind of what I felt like he was going for. And I don't need to hear that. What I need is my boyfriend support and being, you know what? Give it a, let's do it as a trial period. Let's see how you like it out here. You know, let's spend time together in the same city. Talk me into it that way. Yeah, I thought his pep talk was much more of a, you're going into a new job or Mm -hmm. you're moving to a new city because you just need to change your atmosphere or, you know, change things up in your life. It was not the romantic, I'm your man, I want you by my side. It was very selfish. His pep talk was selfish. Sorry to say it, Justin, no. but you were selfish in that moment. It just, it, it wouldn't have made me run to LAX and jump no. on the plane. It was, it was very, you know, textbooky. It didn't have a lot of emotion. Mm-hmm. And I was waiting for him to say some things, you know, violins were going to play in the background. Exactly. And she was going to be like, oh, I'm going to float to Atlanta. <laughs> and it just didn't go down that way. It didn't. I, I was disappointed. Yeah. Well, and his, but I mean, but it worked for her. Yeah. Or at least initially it worked for her. But she made the ultimate decision that she was not moving. She told her sisters, who jumped up and down. Jumped up and down. And I was was thinking maybe at least pat on her back (laughs) or a little bit. You know, simply because we knew this was a really big decision Mm -hmm. for her. Kind of a, as the name of the episode is, Crossroads, could possibly be between her and Justin. So I wanted them to have a little sympathy to the fact that this was a hard decision. Maybe hold it back a little bit, ladies. You know, you can't let her know. I mean, she knows that you guys did not want her to go. She knows that you weren't in agreement of this. You guys have fought over this. So maybe when she finally buckles down and does the decision that you wanted, give her a little bit of slack and be like, oh, man, like, we're very happy that you're going to stay. You know, sorry, things didn't work out. Don't jump up and down screaming. They were like 12 year olds at their first, you know, football game as cheerleaders. It was just like, yeah. yeah, I mean, and it Erica's, was ongoing. It lasted for a while. Oh yeah, I was waiting for someone to kick their leg up. <laughs> <laughs> I was br- bust out in a cheer or something. <laughs> but I have to ask: this was a huge decision between she and Justin, mm-hmm. and you know, we do know the art of editing, so we don't really know how it went down. But the way it was presented to us, she told her sisters before she talked to Justin. I think she maybe should have spoke to Justin before she talked to her sisters. How do you feel? Yeah, that was a conversation that Justin should have heard first because if Justin, maybe she did it because if she tells her sisters, then she won't let herself get talked out of it by Justin. That's a good point. You know, if, if someone else knows that this is my decision that I came up with on my own, if she comes back after telling him, then they can be like, you know what, what did he say to you to get you to change your mind because 10 minutes ago you were convinced to stay and do it this way. So maybe that was her reasoning, but otherwise I think that Justin should have been first to know. Yeah. I thought, you know, their relationship, especially being that he was really expecting her to be on a flight in like two weeks. Yeah. You know, he's expecting FedEx boxes in Atlanta with some of her stuff, you know, part of her wardrobe. Mm -hmm. And now she goes, I'm not coming. And uh, the way he took it, I wasn't surprised, but I I will say, and I am a Justin fan. I'm a Justin and Gugu fan, but I was a little disappointed. I, you know, it was a cross hook, but his thing of, well, I don't want us to get married. And then you decide you don't want to move then. That one didn't sit well with me. No, because if, if you're married, I feel like that's the, that's more of a reason to drop everything 
to move. I have friends who had the distance going on, and it was an L.A. Atlanta right. relationship. Mm-hmm. They got married, and two days later, she was, see you later, California. I'm going to be with my husband, and hasn't looked back on it. Right. He put a ring on yeah, it. Yeah, he put a ring on it. So that gives her motivation. It means that she now has family there That's that she's going to. Great point. Because that was one of the things she said. You're close with your family in Atlanta. I don't know anyone. Mm-hmm. I just can't leave my family like that. So you're right. Once they get married, they become family. She probably knows his family better. They've mm-hmm. planned a wedding, you know, gotten married. So it's a big thing. Now, I can't blame her. Jumping on a plane and changing everything in your life, possibly possibly losing your biggest client. Yes. To be with someone who hadn't put a ring on it. I mean, let's listen it's- to Beyonce. amen um yeah and justin to me he he was pouty like a five-year-old who didn't get his way or something you know i was expecting him to start rolling around on the ground (gasps) kicking and screaming at any moment poor justin i mean in that moment that's kind of what he looked like he was ready to do to because he didn't get his way yeah this was an important in my opinion a really important moment in their relationship and these are the kind of decisions that kind of make and break Mm -hmm. types of things and it just didn't seem as if goo goo i think she was expecting some disappointment from him but some possible some conversation and some support for her decision because they're still a couple and i don't think she got any of that no she she did not and i don't think he even i mean again magic of editing right we don't know what happened after this conversation so maybe eventually he did get there maybe it was just the initial shock because the last time they spoke she was coming mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden she's in atlanta and not going to stay right yeah I, look oh, beyonce speaks i'm not you know I, <laughs> doing the dance <laughs> Beyonce fits in every situation <laughs> so everything that's going on between Google and Justin but lo and behold the, the ladies Ooh. of Mary Mary have their the own real thing story. going on and we want to definitely know how you feel so if you're watching you want to give us a call call us at 424-256-1729 we want to know what you think of the season finale but with the ladies of Mary Mary they're getting ready for the go get it tour their first city is Jacksonville, Florida, and it did not go as planned at all. No. No. There were technical difficulties, lighting, sound. Um, yeah, it did not go down the way anyone Just, wanted it to go down. That the, show was a hot mess. It, it, was, it was different. But they still looked great. They sounded great. It wasn't anything that they did oh, absolutely on the not. stage. It was all things that were outside of their powers that went wrong. So they still gave Jacksonville a great show. And I'm sure besides the lighting issue, people in Jacksonville had no idea what right. was going Because those people were standing up. They were clapping. They were in to that whole thing that was happening. so It might have been different had they done it in a big venue, but as mm-hmm. Tina was saying, this tour was a smaller venue. They wanted it to be more intimate, and I think that played to their advantage in this instance yes. because even you know, even if it, the lighting wasn't there and the audio wasn't perfect, if you have a 500-person arena as opposed to a 5,000, I think you're right. I think the people in Jacksonville walked away going, that was just an amazing Mary Mary experience. Exactly. But the ladies know it didn't go down the way they wanted to. Mm-hmm. There's always that stuff that you, you as the performer Absolutely. see, but the audience does not see or notice. They're, they're not begging for their money back or anything. So. Yeah. If the audience sees it, then it's on a grand scale. Yeah. 
and we need to, you know, we need more than an extra rehearsal. <laughs> we need to do some things. So from these technical difficulties, Tina got her iPhone and made a list of notes. But this is what she's she's done mm-hmm. this, bef- you know, done this before a couple episodes before when they were rehearsing, I think rehearsing for the Essence tour instances again where she had a lot of, you know, real details that she wanted to go over that ran into their rehearsal time. So Tina is breaking it down in Atlanta with their extra rehearsal and she's going, um, flipping. I mean, I don't even know. I don't have an iPhone, but she was, um, flipping. Um, so I don't um, know how many pages she um, had of notes, um. but she was definitely getting it in. She's like, this show is going to be perfect. And Erica was getting irritated. You could just see the irritation building. But I guess my, my question was, it seemed to me that Tina was upset about what was happening with the tour. Erica's tension seemed to be geared toward Tina and how she was treating everyone. Which is something that I did notice because at, I work as an assistant and I have, I've worked as an assistant. I worked as, you know, just having to be people's run around errand person before. And sometimes they don't realize because they are the nicest person, the nicest bosses. They don't mean any harm mm-hmm. by it. But sometimes it is a little condescending the way if they're in the zone, like the way Tina was in the zone on getting her notes done. She was in it. She wanted to get this done. She wanted to get it through. And Mitch is like, hey, people have to eat. You know, they're going to be working while they're eating. Erica, like someone just went to the bathroom. Like they have to go to the bathroom. You have to let them. Yeah, but that's fine. But I just need this done. Right. She was like, they can go to the bathroom, leave the door open so they can hear me as I give these notes. Exactly. (laughs) So it was that little thing that kind of got me just from being in mm-hmm. that situation before, but I also understand what the person in charge is going through. So you can't take it personally. Right. And it's just so much pressure they were going under. You know, as Tina said, we didn't know this from last week when Tina blew up when they were in Jacksonville. This tour is really important. I mean, this is their vision, their own money. So now we understand their a little bit more. Money. Their, and their, their res- own their money. money. And when you're dealing with your own money, Things change. Yes. So now we understand why she was saying who in the world would change our set. You don't touch a thing without consulting mm-hmm. with Eric and Tina. So it, it does heighten the tension and the pressure for this tour. So Mitch decides to take the ladies to lunch. He said his favorite place. I'm not sure if he didn't say the name of the restaurant, though. No. And I don't know if it's his favorite place now. After <laughs> they had lunch. Haunted by bad memories <laughs> of a horrible, of a lovely lunch gone bad. Yeah. I don't know if that's his favorite now. I don't know how they feel about him now after he brought those two ladies in there. But it went down at lunch. Yes, it did. And all he simply asked them was, how are rehearsals going? That's it. That question there what happened changed everything what happened is the like what happened i'm still trying to figure that out because the conversation went from how are rehearsals to tina saying well it's all personal because you know we don't see on we don't agree on the same things and erica thinks that i'm like talking about her and she was just going in this rant and i was just but back to the original question was how were rehearsals. How rehearsals. Not how's your relationship with your sister. And that's what it turned into. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, unlike any other, we've seen them bicker back and forth and fuss and that type of thing. But this, true enough, there were no punches. There were no chairs flying. And there wasn't that, you know, particular language. But this argument was so on the real housewife type of line. It cut to me. It cut really, really deep and personal. It did. It was completely different. I mean, I wrote down some things that Tina said. Um, she was like, you know, just the way you roll doesn't make sense to me. It ain't working. 
And she was like, you know, now you want to pursue your own solo endeavors. Now you have me there. I want to pursue mine, too. And Erica was like, well, do it. You know, don't threaten me. Do it. And she's like, you're dying to be on the stage and the big grand star that you are. It just got really personal. Super personal. And it cut really deep. It did. And it did remind me of more of the housewives type of, because of the yelling and screaming. But it also reminded me of real people. Absolutely. And a real argument because... I'm not bashing housewives or no. anything, but a lot of that stuff gets so over the top that it feels forced. Like, oh, I have to get in a fight so that people, you know, talk about me more and I get more attention and I become the star of this show. Mm-hmm. Whereas this was just two sisters who had had it up to here with the tension it had been, had been building. And both the lids just flew off at the same time. And poor Mitch was stuck <laughs> at that table just... <laughs> As a referee who could do nothing. Mitch was so trying to earn his money at that moment. He was. But he could not Dr. Phil himself out of this one at all. I mean, he just had nothing to say. They were going back back and forth. Every word they said to each other just heightened the tension. And then it just, you're right, it just blew. It just blew. And Tina was like, I'm done. Walked out. And walked out. And I will say when we were watching the show, there's, you know, the Twitter messages mm-hmm. at the bottom. A lot of people and even some people hit us on, up on Twitter at Mary Mary After Show saying Erica's playing it as if she's really innocent and, you know, she's done and said some things, too. And, and I think Tina made that point. I don't think anyone walked away from that argument saying it was Tina's fault or it was Erica's. Like they were they both, both were really getting it in on this ar- on this argument. And I feel that sometimes the way Tina talks just in general, because she is a louder person, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes the tone of it sounds like she's always yelling, even when she's just talking, whereas Erica is more soft-spoken. So you have those two different people, and people always assume that Tina is yelling and, you know, bickering when she's just having a normal conversation. Right, that's just the way. You know, it just gets misconstrued in that way Mm -hmm. sometimes. I mean, I have family members who have that same kind of voice like Tina. It's true. They have that big that big voice and they are loud and to get a word in edgewise, you kind of have to match it or just let them or go with get it. Get run over. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, wait, are they yelling or oh. is someone oh. fighting in the kitchen right now or is everything okay? And you walk back there and they're like laughing and having a great yeah, time. Yeah, that's just dinner yeah, conversation. Exactly. But I mean, I, I guess the thing with this is then questions of, well, you know, Eric was saying Tina has absolutely no respect for me. It Clearly it wasn't that argument wasn't about everything that we saw. It was about so much more. A lot more. A lot more that we have never seen or been a part of. Mm-hmm. Way beyond the two seasons we've seen with these ladies on Mary Mary. Tina walks out and says, I'm done. Did you for one second think she was not coming back? Did you think for one second she was going to show up at that concert? There was, there was maybe a second when it got down to, you know, when they were doing the countdown, countdown. <laughs> we were down to one hour before <laughs> showtime and she wasn't there yet. I, th- at that moment, I got a little nervous that she might have walked away. But then I remembered this is her money. Her, and she made a point of when saying you that. Make a point of letting people know that this is your money in this show. You do not walk away from your own money. True. The only thing that was missing for me in this episode is after that big argument, and I thought it was great that Erica called their mo- their mother Honey. Mm-hmm. Love whenever you can get some wisdom from from Honey. I think she, like Mitch, I think she's the greatest, one of the greatest women. Yes. But I wish I, we could have heard from their husbands. Because sometimes you just need that, you know, important person to you to kind of 
calm you down or give a different perspective. So I really wish we could have heard from Warren and Teddy after this whole blowout happened. Because I think they would have given him some words of wisdom, just a different perspective. Yeah, and I kind of think Teddy might have been the one to convince her when she was at the hotel room relaxing. Showing up an hour before showtime. <laughs> like, I was just relaxing and all that stuff. I was like, she was on the phone with Teddy. He was talking her down. Yeah. She was trying to get on a flight. And he was like, baby, you got to do what you got to do because you cannot disappoint your fans. But this one time, as opposed to all the other episodes, not only was she on time, but she was on time. She was dressed. <laughs> she was ready to go. Tina was not late. How about that? Yeah. She was ready to go. She, she ready handled to go. business. And when they hit that stage, that audience had no idea what had gone on six, what had started six hours before they got on that stage. No, nothing. And that shows the type of professionals they really mm-hmm. are. And if you think we're professionals, which we hope you think we do, <laughs> please go to iTunes and download our podcast and all the other fantastic podcasts that we're doing here at After Buzz TV. If you're watching it, we are probably talking about it. Um, comment to give us five stars or, or rate, and we would love for you to give us five stars. Let us know what you think of the show. Uh, even though it's the season finale, we'll still be talking about Mary Mary. Yes, Especially will. this episode and this argument for some time to come, and we'd love to hear what you have to say, too. So go to iTunes, download, subscribe, tell a friend, rate, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. So after the... Thank you. <laughs> hey. All right. So after the big blow-up, Concert was fantastic. No one mentioned any technical difficulty. So at least that was accomplished mm-hmm. in this, out of what Tina did with her notes and everything. They get on the, on the tour bus, and Mitch kept saying, okay, we're going to be in a really tiny space. How is this going to work? And Tina was like, you know, we have to resolve this. And the one thing I can say, I didn't like watching the sisters argue, but I love the fact that everyone across the board, whether it was Honey, Goo Goo, Erica and Tina, no one ever thought that for one second their relationships as sisters was going to be injured. That was great. That was it was never even a question. Oh, mm-hmm. we're gonna be sisters. Yeah. Even in the heat of the right. argument, Tina was like, Oh no, we're gonna be sisters forever. That has nothing to do with this. It has nothing to do with this. This is this just is business. business. And I and I love that fact because so many people it can damage your your relationship. Yeah. They were like, Oh no, we're gonna be sisters. You know, we'll be at each other's house and I'll be at her kids, whatever, and mm-hmm. she was like Never for a question. So I, that I love. That, so is, she was that like, is what's beautiful about this family is absolutely. that they can do that. They can bounce back from arguments this deep and this personal in their business lives. Right. And still be okay personally in their family lives. And and keep rolling. Mm-hmm. And so, Tina, I mean, Erica goes to, Tina goes to Erica and says, we really need to figure this out. And they finally start talking to each other. And agreeing on a couple of things. And I love the fact that they said, we're just different. We've grown into different people, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing. We have the right to be different people. Now, I mean, would, how do you feel about the, the married, let's call, we're not going to say the breakup. Yeah, the hiatus. The, hi, the pause. The pause. We're hitting pause on we're that. We're hitting pause on that. I think after seeing this episode especially, I think the world now knows that mm-hmm. they needed a break from each other. They need a break to just go back to being sisters, to get the foundation of their friendship back to where it was. Maybe hit up a few therapy sessions. Oh, I don't know. That? Um, that could be helpful for them oh, because they've got, a, they've got some deep-rooted things yeah. going on right. in there. So... I think it's great. I think that they will come back. They will be refreshed. They will be ready to work. They, after 12 years together, you kind of need a break. I agree. To 
especially the business stuff, because it's one thing to be sisters where you see each other at your kids, you know, birthday parties or family dinners once or twice a week, that sort of thing. But to have to then do that stuff and on top of it, tour the country and the world and be together and do everything as a duo. It's hard. It's kind of easy to lose yourself in that. And you have to find yourself separately again before you can come back and be great together. Yeah. I mean, I I think after 12 years, when these ladies started, they I don't think either one were married, no children. Mm -hmm. Now they're both married. They have multiple children. They've grown into different things. Again, nothing's wrong with it. They've just grown different things. But we also think about it. Other family groups, Mm -hmm. the Jacksons, the Osmonds. I mean, people break off and do separate things. Same thing happened between Cece and and BB and Cece Winans. They were together for years, decided to take a a pause. And now they're back together better than ever. I loved how they were like, we need to reassess this situation. Because I think sometimes you do. You just get caught up in what's going on. And you need a break to really figure out and appreciate and figure out what's important. It's life. It's life. It's real life. So, it's- I mean, we look forward to Mary Mary, whether it be Erica or Tina, Erica and Tina. You know, I don't think this is the end of Mary Mary. It's just a pause. No, this is Mary Mary still has so many great things to come for them. Yeah. They're going to do their separate things for a while. Maybe both release solo albums. I would and, love to see that yeah. and hear that. And then come back together. I mean, this is no... This isn't the end. Yeah, this is not the end. We're not even Far worried about from. it. Yeah. You might be worried, Mitch. We're not worried. Yeah. Mitch, Mitch, you're good. Don't yeah. worry. You you're still good. got a job. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move into some news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. Well, I have to say, I think the biggest piece of news that we have for the Mary Mary show is that WeTV has renewed it. Woo! Yes. Yes. Yay, for the third season. So, as we said, we know it's not the end of Mary Mary. We're going to see some part of the Campbells. Yes. You know, after sisters. Yeah, whether it's um, Tina at home with her kids while Erica's off on tour right. doing her thing or but them both together again. Who knows? But they will be back. And we will be watching. That's right. It's been I'll re- be back. <laughs> Thank you, Steven. I don't want engineer. <laughs> that wasn't creepy at all. Not at all. No one, like, hard stop. No one's hard stop at all. (laughs) (laughs) They've been greenlit for 10 hour-long episodes. They start production next month in L.A., so I guess we can go into predictions to see what we think is going to come up on the third season. And now... I bet it'll have Mary Mary in it. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. Why didn't I think of that? They might actually find another Mary and turn it into Mary, Mary, Mary. I don't think so, but that's good, Stephen. We're going to let you have that one. <laughs> what do you think, Tiana? That's, that's not possible, right. but okay. <laughs> that's what Tara said. Um, <laughs> predictions for next season. Mm-hmm. I actually want to see um, Erica pursuing her solo career, mm-hmm. and I want to see Tina at home a little bit getting to... I want to know that she actually got that time with her family to be happy and... Do all that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I want to see more of Justin and Gugu. Oh, look at that. I do want to see more of it. I want him to... To... Move to L.A. Move to L.A. (laughs) (laughs) I want him to not put so much pressure on her. Mm -hmm. I want him to just go with the flow more and not pout like a five-year-old. Well, there we go. No more pouting. No more pouting, Justin. It's not cute for a man to pout. Not at all. 
I would like to see, oh, Stephen, <laughs> I would love to see, of course, Mary, Mary back together. But even more importantly, I would really love to see the process of them healing their sister relationship. As Mitch was saying, I don't think they're recognizing the fact that they really don't communicate well. Mm-hmm. I think it would be huge to see them kind of breaking down those walls and really figuring out how to communicate with each other and hear each other. And also, you know, great TV as well as we can all learn something. Exactly. But as long as they're back... We TV, you know, you did good. Big ups to We TV. Good job, We. Well, well yay, that's yeah. for us too. Well, <laughs> we're wrapping up this After Buzz Mary Mary After Show. Thank you so much. I'm Tara Johnson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TJ Path to Passion. And I'm Tiana Hobson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TweetT22. We thank you so much for joining us for this thank entire you. season of Mary Mary. Um, we love the Mary Mary family. And thanks so much for following us on Twitter at Mary Mary After AFT Show. Please continue to talk to us about Mary Mary. We're going to continue to talk to you. And until that third season comes around, we're here. As soon as they get back, we'll be back. So until <laughs> next time. Bye. <laughs> From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 